Frozen Shows is filmed in front of a live Twitch audience. Call me Heisenberg. I'm Mahler67, and welcome to Frozen Shows. As always, I am here with my brother, Austin, aka Overwork Nerd, aka Classy, whatever you want to call him. Austin, how you doing? I am doing great. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. I, uh... We watched that show you wanted me to watch for almost five, six years. So uh, we go and talk about it. Oh, yeah. So let's go ahead and jump over to the showing of it. We, as always, anyone who's maybe listening to this via audio form, we do live show on Twitch um, every Sunday at 10. This is your first time tuning in and listening to or anything of that sort. Um, you may want to look and see which one, which show we're doing because... The IO form will be behind compared to the uh, live stream version. Yes. So, of course, awesome. Today we're doing Breaking Bad Season 1 specifically. Mm -hmm. And before we sit here and start talking too much about it, I do want to preface, I think I said this in the last couple <laughs> uh, episodes, um, I've never seen Breaking Bad before. This is my first time actually watching it and actually sitting down and focusing on it and trying to like take it in and all of its forms. <laughs> It, it was, it was, it was a lot for me yeah. personally at first, but it, 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 I think I'll be able to hold my knowledge mm -hmm. of it to a degree, uh, most yeah. of the degree, most of it at least. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So Austin, mm -hmm. before we sit here and go over like everything. And we go in and talk about it. <laughs> Let's first yep. talk about general thoughts. Now, are you, you're, you, you said you're going to be watching this show season by season with me, right? You're not going yeah. to skip ahead like you did with community. You're actually going to watch it through and. Yeah. So yeah. yes, I am. I am totally down for that idea. Um, I, it's hard for me <laughs> um it's really hard for me because i think you'll see later on in seasons why it could be hard um like the number one thing i wanted to say about this is this is the weakest season okay uh, in my opinion in my opinion this is the weakest season but it's because of budget constraints mm -hmm. and AMC at that time was trying to find a show that would lead their uh, channel to like, you know, stardom. And it was between this show or Walking Dead. And both were very successful, but you can tell which one's more successful. <laughs> um, you know, and um, overall, yes, I'm, I'm just going to watch season as we go. go. And it's super hard because um you know uh, i i'll say uh my favorite seasons are probably it's hard uh after <laughs> that because season two is when it picks up really well uh you can tell that amc's like look this is the viewership we got from season one and we're gonna give you a blank check mm. and they you can tell the difference in a camera work um you know it's you can tell that there's more of like a artistic type of filmmaking that's going on um 
you can tell that people are more invested in their characters and it the writing like picks up really well like the writing's good wait you're, you're saying this about season. later seasons yeah so like okay okay, okay. i was just, just making sure overall, i was understanding but overall it's hard for me to just watch one season and you'll see why and, and you'll be like oh okay this i i see where you're coming from mm -hmm. but we can't really say that until you've watched those seasons yeah for, so, so so for anyone who's joined us this is this is a season one like uh complete spoiler for season one not really for season two and on because like i said i've never had it and i'm trying real hard to do the whole concept of the podcast where we go season by season and yeah. we we be honest about it um yeah i've never seen the show before there was a lot of hype for it i never really looked into it um it's an interesting thing to have you say those things because honestly i i felt the season was actually pretty good i couldn't deny that um I think the acting was pretty well done for basically everyone. I, I didn't feel mm -hmm. like anyone was done. But like the characters who were I was supposed to hate, I hate. Characters I was supposed to like, I liked. Um, but as I was like explaining, because uh, there, there was a night where me and my friend Terry, my roommate, was downstairs mm -hmm. watching it while playing like games also. Mm -hmm. um, and he has some knowledge of um, Breaking Bad, but not enough to like say that he knows anything about it. Mm -hmm. um but he mentioned how this was like one of the shows that he thought you couldn't like a character because they could die at any moment mm. and i'm like i don't feel it's that bad i feel like you're pretty safe when it comes to jesse and walter for like most of the part like i don't know how it ends or anything like that sort but i feel like they're the equivalent of like rick from the walking dead like you're pretty mm -hmm. safe with saying that's your favorite character um, for most of the seasons, if not all of them, mm -hmm. um, the the one character, the, the reason why that conversation happened was in the one of the episodes. The, there's just this really nice janitor that constantly helps Walter out, and I'm like, I like him, dude. He's just a pretty nice guy. And then he gets accused and and, and uh, basically arrested for being a like they think he's the one who stole everything. And I'm just like. Dang, man, all the good people get in trouble and all the bad people get away with stuff. That's oh, the whole Hugo. thing. Oh, Hugo. Hugo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the good, yeah, like, I liked him because every time Walter would, like, throw up, he just have to come. He's like, don't worry about it, Mr. White. Go, go. You need to go teach kids. He's, he's like that very cool, like, I'm a janitor, but I'm also a, a, a hero that doesn't wear a cape. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm like, I like yeah. this guy. And then the next episode, it's just like, we arrested this Hugo guy. I was like, gosh, dang it. Come on. Right when I said it. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, before we go into that, I'm going to break down. Since this is my first time ever seeing the show, I'm going to break yeah. down the show and how it happened. And mm -hmm. Austin, feel free to stop me or interrupt me if I horrifically go off rails on what actually happens um i'm going to i'm going to do a very basic like i'm not going to sit here and dissect in this episode this happened and this happened i'm going to be like okay so we basically begin with this this and this just so you see where i got what i got from viewing it for the first time yeah i may not catch like certain details that other people who have seen the show multiple and times that's may where i come in <laughs> that's exactly what you come in so first off um the pilot episode mm -hmm. the the beginning of the episode like when it shows like walter in the desert i actually thought that was the end of the series like that's a glimpse to the end of the series mm -hmm. 
it's just the end of the first episode. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, and they was... really fish you. Well, they—it's just the fact that they, uh, how they did, they like um. It, it seemed like it ramped so quickly in that single episode that I was kind of like mind blown. But you basically see Walter in the desert. There's these two dead people in the back of a van or back of the Winnebago. Some dude with a, a mask on in the front. He has a gun. You hear silence off in the distance. He walks out and he goes to sit, pulls out the gun, and then it cuts to like four weeks earlier. Then essentially, you have Walt. You have his family. Walter is a chemistry teacher at some school. Um, he is dealing with these coughs or whatever. He's working two jobs to make ends meet and everything of that sort. His wife's pregnant too. That's a very big important part too. Um, and they yeah. have a son named Walt Jr., which... The fact that he calls him Walt Jr. all the time, not just Jr., weirds mm -hmm. me out slightly. I'm like, why don't you just call him Jr. or like JW or WJ? Oh, um, it just, I don't know. That, that's just for me. Like, we had a kid in my mm -hmm. school growing up named PJ, and it was because his name was Paul Jr. PJ uh, sounds a lot better than just being called Paul Jr. all the time. <laughs> but you have that. His, his kid has, I believe, cerebral palsy is what it looks like he has. Like, he has okay. the walking crunches. So, so a little trivia mm -hmm. on this, uh, because you just brought it up. So the actor that actually pay, plays uh, uh, Walt Jr. Uh -huh. has cerebral palsy. For he real. actually does? That's awesome. I Yeah. Okay, no, it's not awesome that he has it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what I meant by that is uh, that I like it whenever shows, when they cast have, people that they, they cast people with realistic. the actual... Well, they actually have like this because so often like there's this movie I forget what it's called with Rosie Roseanne or Roseanne Donald or something like that where she plays a handicapped person and it's her playing a handicapped person. Oh, and driving with my sister behind the wheel. I something like that. I, yep. I despise the movie because I'm like, mm. why are you doing this? Like you're it's I've never it's watched the movie, but. YourMovieSucks.org has done a review on it, and it yeah. is terrible. I just, it, it's just one of those things that I'm just like, I would have liked it better if they actually gave the job to someone who actually has it and portrays a better, like, the truth of it. I just, I don't know, that's just me. But I like it that they actually had someone with it come in, because, like, that's somewhere it's like, he does amazing acting. I love, he's one of my favorite characters. Walt Jr. is, like, hilarious to me. Like whenever uh well, he's such an a-hole, but he's also like He's not even an a-hole, he's loving. just super like realistic, and that's why I like about him. Mm. He's just he's just a kid, and I like it. But mm. anyways, Walter's trying to make ends meet and everything. He has a brother-in-law who's a DA or a DEA person or whatever. Um complete jerk, hate him. I want him to have bad means. I don't want him to die yet, but he's pretty close on my I, he's the he's the Ramsey Bolton of the show as of now to me. I just don't like him. Um, and Walter finds out that he has cancer in the lungs, stage three or something like that, or four. Basically, they went to the lymph nodes. And he doesn't want to tell anyone, and he wants to get the money because he doesn't know how long he'll live, only about like two to four years, possibly. And he goes on a drug raid with his DA brother, and they capture a guy named Emilio something. Um, and he sees Jesse Pigman escape from the other house, and he realizes that Jesse is the actual Captain Cook or whatever his dumb name is. Mm -hmm. He meets up with Jesse, and he's like, hey, I want Cook. Like, I, 
can make money off this. I want money, blah, blah, blah. They team up together. They start cooking. They cook this pure, pure glass meth, apparently. And um, he gives it to Jesse. Jesse goes to sell it to some dude named Crazy 8. Crazy 8 is crazy. And turns out he's also the cousin of Amelia. Like, why the heck would you go to his cousin? That's so dumb to me. Like, I legitly, like, jet laughed whenever it's like, Oh, yeah. You you rad my cousin. He's like, no, I didn't. And then his cousin comes out, and I'm just like, What'd you expect to happen? <laughs> of course this would happen, you idiot. Oh, yeah. And then, like, this whole big thing happens where they go, they hijack the bus or whatever, and then Walter basically kills them both by... Um gas in the car kill him everything of that sort I, red, red phosphate gas red phosphate yeah thank you and they survive and then at the end of the episode it's walter at that point and i don't know what happened but i actually freaked out whenever he put the gun to his head and then it clicked and then he's like oh i have the safety on points it off to the side starts like messing with it and off fires it actually startled me i was like watching it at night and i was like i felt like the urgency I also felt the insane, I don't know, like, rush of, like, pressure of being like, holy crap, I almost killed myself, that deal thing. Yep. Cars come by, it's not police, it's, like, fire people, I guess, because they mm. lit the place on fire earlier. And that basically starts the show. And it's, for the first couple episodes, it's Jesse and Walter trying to, like, clean up, like, two killed dead people they had. Unfortunately, one of them's not dead. The crazy eight guy's not dead. And so they have him captured under his house. And they had Jesse dismember the body of the other dude with chemicals. But Jesse's an idiot and doesn't listen to Walt. And he uses his tub and the chemicals burn through not only the body, but the tub and the floor and everything. Mm. And yeah. And then like there's all this drama with his family where it's basically... His wife was trying to figure out, hey, who's this Jesse Pigman guy? It's like, I buy pot from him. And then they have like an intervention for him, which is hilarious. Um, the pillow. <laughs> the, the pillow, it's just like they're all passing it. And then it made me laugh whenever the wife got it. She's like, I think you should do what you want. Like, it's your life. And then they're all like, um, how could Marie. you do this? It, it, was, yeah. it was, yeah, it was funny. It was, it was a, a funny moment. But basically, um, Walter is trying to find a reason to let him live. He's trying to get him to convince him to like, let me release you. I think you're going to kill me. And then he almost does. And then he finds out that he actually has an intent of killing him. And Walt ends up strangling him to death after something. And again, I'm paraphrasing all this because there's a lot of stuff that happens in between. All yes. Um, then they try to straighten their lives out again. It kind of fails and they go back into cooking meth um, again. And then instead of them selling it to some random person they start selling it to this guy named tuco or taco or something like that i, I don't know his name tuco, tuco, tuco salamanca tuco yeah who is crazy he beats up jesse and then walter goes in there with more things and he's like ah you're an idiot i beat you up stole your meth and so you come in with more meth ah he's like you messed up this ain't meth giant explosion and it's like okay so this is where the whole um heisenberg kind of thing starts where mm -hmm. he's just like this this monstrous evil like mastermind 
And the season essentially ends with them doing a single drug deal with Tuco in the mm-hmm. in like a, a place randomly, and Tuco beats the crap out of the other dude for saying something stupid. Um, and that's that's basically the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Now there there was another drug trade with Tuco before that that ended with basically. Tugo getting very angry at him is like, you promised two pounds, you only brought a half. Like, how dare you? And he's like, well, next time I'm going to bring four. And then he does so and, and everything of that sort. But I kind of skipped over that for that method. But that's basically what I got from the first season. Mm-hmm. That's the Cliff Note version from Josiah on what I digested from it. <laughs> how do you think I did? You think I, you think I did okay in the, the breakdown yes, I, of that to a degree? I, I think you did great for someone that just viewed it and mm-hmm. is like trying to summarize it in the quickest way it can. Now these episodes, like people watching at home or listening on audio, um, you need to also realize is there's so much detail uh, in the show. And he glanced over a lot of things, but he got Ouch. the important key points. Um, you know, character development is what I said when we first started. I said, Josiah, like, this is a show that's based on character development like it's well written very well rounded um and uh you know when you were talking about the the part where walt was going to shoot himself and he clicks it and then he like looks at it and then it shoots and you were like man it scared me um that's i I didn't say scared austin i said star there's a difference Well, but here's the thing that I love about why why I think Breaking Bad is one of my favorite shows is it's one of those shows that later on you'll see more, but um, it was a taste, like season one's a taste of you sitting on the edge of your seat wanting to know how the story progresses, even though that you might not be so invested in it before you know when you go to end and watch the series, you're like, okay, I'm really invested still. And... um, Oh man, it's it's oh, man, I can't spoil it. But what I'm saying is is I think he did a really good job with synopsis of the first season. Um I definitely I definitely focus more on the Walt um Jesse thing than the family. Cause like yeah. the family side I think it like ascents the Walt thing mm-hmm. and kinda like adds to him kinda slowly going the route he does. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I I didn't really it's not that I didn't care about the family scenes. I just think mm-hmm. they were just that. They were tacked on to kind of drive people to more their next step of the emotions and everything of that sort. Yeah. There is one thing I do have to admit, and I mentioned this to Austin accidentally. I mentioned, not accidentally, I mentioned this to Austin. Um, I accidentally was like halfway through the first episode of season two. And the reason why, which Austin explained to me later, season one Season one, season two kind of blends over with each other. The mm-hmm. end of season one, because there is something you explained it, but you'll explain it better. But basically, I couldn't tell that was the season finale. Yeah, I felt like that was a mid season thing. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, OK, that's what happened. And it, everything seemed to be good. And then the next episode starts. The same. Exact and it's way. like, what's happening? OK, it's just a continuation. And then it's only whenever I hovered my mouse over it that said season two i was like wait what no 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 this is season two so i quickly stopped i haven't finished the episode or anything of that sort but Mm -hmm. it is something where i have that information on me 
but I'm not going to include that. It just, it's something that I found interesting. Normally, like, season finales are very, like, grand. You feel like something big happened at the end of it. I didn't feel like that happened at the end of this season. Okay, so I will I will give you this. Uh, why Breaking Bad, to me, is really good is um, season finales aren't just a big thing. Uh, the whole show has big key points later on. Like, this season had some pretty good key points uh, where some big things happen. You know, like them stealing the methylamine. Um, you know, Jesse finds... You know, like, him killing uh, Crazy 8 is a huge thing. Uh, going in Tuco's place and blowing it up is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but season one is the weakest. And the reason why it is, is because AMC at that time was trying to get two shows as front runners, Breaking Bad, Walking Dead. And they didn't know which one would succeed. So they gave them a budget and was like, here. And Vince Gilligan came back with season one of Breaking Bad, which was seven episodes of the budget that he had. Okay. And when they aired it, I'll never forget when they aired it because I wasn't interested one bit. But I remember a lot of people were interested because, you know, people like the idea of a character breaking bad uh you know aka when jesse says it in season one mm. <laughs> where he's like you're just gonna break bad i was like yeah he said it he, he said, said, he said like, ha. <laughs> <laughs> um but people like that and it got so big reviews that and walking dead did so amc's like okay we'll, we'll greenlight both of these so they pretty much gave like more of a budget in season two. And you can, you'll see that like people will see that when you're watching this season two has more camera work. There's more story adaptions. You, you can tell that like AMC put a lot of money into season two, okay. um, you know, and, uh, but season one, I would have to say is the weakest, like out of all of the other seasons, I think this is the weakest season. Mm. Uh, and if you think when you go, wait, you're saying this is the weakest season? That should lead up to, holy crap, because season one's still decent. <laughs> it's a good season. It, it's a great um, start season. Like, mm-hmm. it, I feel like by the end of the season, I know all the characters. I feel like I know their motives and everything of that sort. Um, I already have, like, the feel of certain characters where I'm like, I'm supposed to not like this character, or I'm supposed to like this character. Um, it's a roller coaster. It's set up um, well. Like, I... I will say this. Um, it's not like Game of Thrones, where, you know, when you're like, oh, I'm supposed to hate this character. Yeah, at that time, but things change rapidly. Well, people go through hardships and other things, and you're just like, okay, I understand why this person's the way they are. Mm-hmm. And when the character develops, you'll realize and you'll be like, wow, uh, you can kind of see Walt's character develop in a way, you know, especially that scene that you see in the trailer. Uh, if you guys are watching off the left where a car blows up yeah. and it's just Walt not taking anyone's crap anymore. <laughs> you know, he's, he's like this person that's took so much crap. Um, and I would have to say that you did a really good at synopsis, but the reason why it blends is because they didn't know they were going to get another season. So, so they kind of like tacked on and, and continued yeah. it for that reason. Yeah. But I if you go that. back and watch the ending of season one, 
uh, because the last 10 minutes is the same as the beginning of the first 10 minutes in season two. Um, if you go back and rewatch it and then rewatch season two when you go to watch it, you'll tell that the camera work is totally different and the lighting and everything is different and it's better. Mm. Uh, you can see more of a HD high def camera. Um, you know, the money was put there. So, but yeah, that's yeah. what. Well, I mean, I definitely, you saying that, I I assume that this is probably just the beginning of the season. Like, it's funny because Game of Thrones is like the opposite where it's like the first four seasons is like the best seasons and then it goes downhill. Mm. And it seems that you've basically said that the seasons are kind of flipped with Breaking Bad. Maybe not 100% flip, but like it starts kind of like good and then it gets mm. great. Game oh, of Thrones, I felt yeah. like started great and then got bad <laughs> um, yeah and so like that i mean that's that's good for me like maybe maybe it's good mm. for me like my taste may just not like the shift in story or whatever who knows it could we'll see it could but i i uh, did enjoy the season greatly like the first season was was pretty solid i i liked most of the characters um <laughs> yeah i think walter i like I, I will say this, right? I feel like mm -hmm. they intentionally make it seem like Jesse's kind of an idiot. But mm -hmm. the truth is, I think Jesse's a lot smarter than what he realizes and what Walter realizes. Because mm -hmm. whenever Walt, like when Jesse finds out that Walt has cancer and he's like stage four or whatever, and then Walt, uh, Jesse instantly goes like, wow, that already in the lymph nodes. Like he knows exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, I had a, a aunt or something like that who had and it's like yeah, the girl yeah but that, you retain that information yeah the girl that he lives the house he lives in oh um, okay i didn't was catch his that aunt virginia that died of cancer oh i wish we would have met virginia mm. ha, ha, ha. <laughs> okay <laughs> um but no um yeah i just it, it was an interesting thing i, I thought was like a, a cool little Cast up. I think Jesse's a lot smart. And then, like, for instance, when he does the whole tub thing, where he puts the body in the tub and, and decomposes it, as much as you want to be like, Jess is an idiot, he didn't listen to Walter. He asks Walter why he needs the stuff, and Walter never explains it. He just says, just listen to me. And I'm like, Jesse's not someone who will just listen to you, just from, like, the character after. He won't listen to you if you explain why it is. He'll listen to you and he'll understand it. And so whenever the buy thing happened, I'm like, Walter, you're as much to blame as he is because you could have explained it, but you chose yep. not to. And that's where the problem rise. Mm -hmm. And it's it, it's just a funny thing. Um, and, and that's kind of how I feel about Jesse. I'm like, Jesse's not as dumb as what I think Walter kind of thinks. Mm -hmm. um, but I also don't think, like, I definitely think Walter is a lot smarter than he is because um <laughs> one of the scenes that actually made me bust out laughing with me and terry when we were watching it was at the end with tuco where and he's like i want this much but he starts saying the number and he's like fine we'll do this much money for this amount and walter's like that's sixty four thousand dollars blah blah and you just see tuco's eyes go big like holy crap he did that in his head <laughs> and i i laughed i laughed out loud because i'm like yeah i did I had the same exact reaction, like, dang, dude, he he just beautiful mind that greatly. And so oh, yeah. 
it, I, I feel like there's comedy in the show a lot. Like, mm-hmm. little bits of comedy that kind of shine oh. through in that matter. Yeah, there's that dark humor that's in there. And, you know, there's, you know, uh, I would have to say Dean Moore, Norris, uh, the guy that plays Hank. Uh, later on in the season, you're going to start. He he does do some funny things, but I do agree Wait, with who's you. Hank? Who's Hank? I'm sorry. I'm not great with all the names yet. Uh, Dean Norris. He's the... Oh, what's it called? Um, he's Hank, the the DA agent. Oh, his brother-in-law. Yes. Okay, sorry. I don't know. Hit like when it comes to like the family. Uh, I legitly know Walt, Walt Junior. Uh, the okay. the three people in like the main story, like Emilio, Crazy Eight, well, Tuco, and then Jesse, and everyone so else is just Walt's brother. Walt. It's, it's, <laughs> okay, so it's weird to me. Mm-hmm. But I think you'll start tying on. It's kind of like how Game of Thrones characters are. There's a yeah. whole bunch of them. and But what's cool is everyone has their own story arc yeah. uh, in the show. And you'll, you'll I think, after season three, you're going to know almost everyone. Because, I'm, I'm sure of after the, yeah. like, it, it's still the first season. So, of course, you know, like, I only know certain people by their name. And so mm-hmm. until I hear their names enough, I'll just associate yeah. people with their relationship to Walt or Jesse. Like that's that's how my brain is because those are the only two characters I know. Yeah. So when if you were saying Hank, I'm like that name sounds familiar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who's Hank? I'm like oh yeah. the DEA you you and um the the brother-in-law or whatever. I hate him. I hate him with a burning passion. I and he, I feel deal. like he's he's supposed to be hated. Um. Not gonna say anything. I just said uh, the thing is is you feel like you're supposed to hate people. Um, and then something happens and it changes the person's story arc and it, it you start liking that person uh, and then you yeah. start hating the people that you like you know and the thing is is I will say this um, you know for, for future reference Jesse okay. Pinkman is my favorite character oh that's too bad and, I'm and it <laughs> it's uh, season one does not justify him yeah um, because I've realized that Jesse is just you know sometimes he's the funniest person in the room mm. like you know when you know when they were talking about flipping a coin because they're trying to figure yeah. out which person <laughs> to do and he's like flipping a coin was sacred bro it was sacred yeah uh, well it was also funny because like st- freaking Walt kept trying to like be like that's two out of three it's like bro you're the one who set up this yeah um i was gonna say did you spot the uh the community actor in season one no i didn't so there's a guy that, called badger and he's the one with the crossbow i don't know if you oh oh yeah episode. okay yep nope i do know him he's the one uh he's the whale or whoever it is from community he's the, he's the coffee guy yeah 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 that's him so that's which was funny because me and terry were watching the episode and when he shoots at the the bus the first thing that came out of me and Terry's mouth is, what, idiot, why didn't you shoot the tire? <laughs> he just shoots just the back that. of the butt, like, what'd you expect? I love how he brings a crossbow. He's just like... Oh my gosh, dude, he's a druggie and it shows. <laughs> spoiler alert, he goes on some rants in the show that you're gonna laugh. Uh, oh, so he's a, a reoccurring character. Yes. I thought so he was like just a, a one-off to, like, get Jesse back to cooking meth. Uh, no, there's a whole bunch of reoccurring characters, because you're gonna have... You're gonna have these reoccurring characters happen a lot, uh, even though you don't think they're reoccurring. They they do involve the story, okay. and um, I would have to say 
Badger in the later season has a fight with another person about how Star Trek and Resident Evil are the same thing. Uh, it is funny. I laugh mm. so hard every time it gets to that point. So I think that's like I'll season three or four. But, okay. But uh, what I will say the, about what we're talking about here with the season is the you see just basic characters. You see how they evolve. Uh, did you notice that Jesse, when he cooks... It, Jesse was known as Captain Cook because of his chili powder in his... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thing and then when walt cooks like crystal like real pure crystal that no one's ever seen before and jesse's like dude this is glass great mm. you know and he's like yeah and then he tries to do it with badger and badger's like dude this is cloudy and you know and like jesse's like jesse's work ethic goes from i'm just cooking meth to it's a good it's an art form because he takes that meth and he throws it out and like badger's like yo i could have smoked that b you know and he's like no we need pure meth, just like yeah. how Walt is. Well, um, Jesse also expresses the reason why he does that is because he's mm -hmm. like, our client expect a certain grade. Which he picked up from Walter. Because mm -hmm. Walter says that in like the first ep episode, he's like, yo, bro, like people love my chili powder. And he's like, no, that's crap. Yeah, our it was a funny thing that whenever they mentioned that, I was kind of like, that's stupid. Like, <laughs> I put a little bit of chili powder in it. Gives it a weird flavor. Like, okay. Like, that's I like that. so weird. And one of the other awkward scenes I like is when Skylar, Walt's wife, shows up to Jesse's house. Yeah. And he's trying to deal with Emilio. Mm -hmm. And he, like, puts him right behind his Monte Carlo. And she comes up, she's like, quit selling my husband pot. And I was like. <laughs> well, it was funny because at, in the beginning, he didn't know, like, that's what she was there for. And he's like, yeah. and she's like, Walt, to Walt told me everything. And he's like what like he gets really like oh my gosh he told him everything it just that that was a funny moment like they do that a lot in shows where it's like the whole uh oh uh i don't know what you call it, like fake out i guess it would be where it's like oh i, I thought they meant that oh, yeah. but i guess it, it's not that at all so yeah that that, that was funny um yeah, th there's a lot of like good funny moments like even whenever uh walt tells Tuco and whatnot that it's like look mm. next time we'll bring four pounds and Je Jesse instantly like looks over like what the heck like you're just you're killing us man it just oh yeah it, there was a lot of those those funny good moments um yeah all, all together I think this series did good I don't of like all the characters I like Walt Walt Jr. Mm um jesse is pretty okay as of now i still feel like jesse's kind of like meh right now um mm -hmm. i hate hank as you call him yeah and his wife i despise those two maria because maria you find out is a klepto she well is a huge klepto. it hasn't been confirmed yet um, because because she steals well, the tiara return. she returns it though like skylar returns it to zachary's yeah yeah and it's find yeah. out that oh it was stolen and but it wasn't confirmed yet because she proclaims like oh i don't remember that like i didn't do that and well, so see, what what if you if you watch the series if you watch season one again she's doing klepto things on phone calls that she's having with skylar there's a part where she goes in a shoe store mm -hmm. and she switches out the shoes mm -hmm. did you see that mm -mm. a lot of people don't see that detail go back uh she's 
talking to Walt's wife on the phone yeah. about what's going on, and she's putting shoes on uh, that she's trying, and then she ends up just switching the shoes. Well, so so he, here's the thing, right? My hmm. brain went to not thinking that that's kleptomaniac as much yeah. as it's forgetfulness, possibly. Because how yeah, she's she, like, I don't remember that. That came over to me that I'm just like, maybe she doesn't realize that she's doing this. But she is like, I, I assume I'm like, oh, whenever you find out stolen, my first thing that instant came to my mind was she's a klepto. But then yeah. she's like, I don't remember that. And then seeing her in like the scene whenever her wife, uh, Walter's wife and her get in the argument, she's putting earrings on. Like I could easily see her forgetting that she put those earrings on and walks out. Like that could be what's happening. That's why I just assume is going on, and she's just forgetful. And that's why I'm like, <laughs> well, no, I, I'm. It's yeah. one of those things where I'm like, it could be either or. As of for me right now, that's I assume it's just either or. Mm -hmm. I don't want to think she's stupid because she is kind of. Gosh dang, she's she's a lot. I just uh, Maria. Her yeah, and I, Hank, man, I just do not like Maria. Maria to me is one of the worst characters ever. I, I hate that character on that show. Even she, going forward, I she hate reminds her. I me like of her. Kimmy from Full House. Like, is that her, or is this someone no. else? Two she just—I was one. just watching it and being like, "Is that—is that the Kim, like the the neighbor girl from Full House?" Because I yeah. get the hardcore "I do not want you in my house" vibe from her. Oh, and I don't know. And and I hate Hank. The thing that I I actually like told Terry, I'm like, I hate Hank is whenever he starts saying like the super racist stuff when they're at the uh oh yeah and that's my biggest thing like for me like nothing turns me off from someone more is whenever they start saying racist stuff mm. and he's just blabbling it like it is just natural and i'm just like that's how you make me hate a character really quickly <laughs> yeah and that's um, why i don't like him because he's like oh it's it's obviously this type of person it's just like i'll bet you on it i'm just like oh my gosh i can't believe they're having this and then he gets yeah. the phone call it's like oh his name's this and then he's like oh well that's worth half of it i'm like <sighs> oh yeah and it's, like you said it, it, hank is hank you people know? people in perspective can change and i get that in shows and everything like you look at Je um jamie from game, game of thrones First three seasons, you're supposed to hate his guts because he's a complete and utter tool. By the end of like the fourth and fifth season, he starts turning a new leaf. He starts realizing some of his mistakes. He isn't much different from what he is, but he's a better person because of the things he went through. That could happen with anyone. You know, just like the same as right now, Walt is a good guy, but if he does so much bad stuff, he'll start losing sight of himself and become more evil. And I assume that may happen at some point. And and so I'm just like, I'm I'm prepared for all that stuff. I assume that will happen, especially when it's like the whole Scarface kind of deal. Like Scarface is the rise and fall of a gangster. I feel yeah. like uh, I feel like this show is going to set me up to be the rise and fall of Meth Cooker, Meth Lord. I, I'm under the impression he becomes like a Meth Lord essentially, or like a like a kingpin, I guess. That's why I, I assume the whole show's about because that's kind of what I've been under the understanding of. That may not okay. be true, but that's why I assume. Mm. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm ready for it. Like, I, I'm interested in it. Um, mm. I can overlook the the subject matter of, like, the drugs and everything of that sort. It's just funny because there's that, that whole conversation with uh, Hank whenever they're smoking the cubans 
where he's like what is legal you know like just like if, if where do you draw that line yeah it's like yeah. where you draw that line blah 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 blah. and i'm just like you can tell this show was made in like 2000s because if it mm -hmm. was just 10 years later everyone in the show would have a different perspective where it's just like yeah marijuana should be legal there's great benefits for people yeah. with cancer <laughs> um but you know uh <laughs> it's still illegal legally for medical use yes and then you wouldn't have any of that tension between walter and his wife as it does in the show um, oh wait yeah you do meet two other reoccurring characters too i forgot that they're in season one and that's skinny pete and uh combo oh the um, two guys who were like talking with um yeah because skinny pete sets up the the tuco a drug oh that's him jesse oh okay yeah, that's skinny pete i looked at and him then, and i'm like he looked i i told terry whenever he came on screen i'm like he's gonna die or not be anything because he just looks like meth head number one on the credits yeah because <laughs> he just looks so un i think it I think what you're gonna love is uh i like so skinny later on skinny pete and badger the coffee guy mm -hmm. they are huge friends and you'll see them a lot with jesse and combo you'll see with jesse and some of the interactions that they have is the hilariousness that it is um you is, know is, now just to get me right combo was the one is the bigger friend who was at jesse's place that smoked and then he's the one who calls jesse to get more from him whenever he's at like a party or whatever yeah he's like hey, okay man, that's why yep. he's got the one with a mohawk um, i didn't even know skinny he had a mohawk <laughs> yeah yes and he's got the gauges skinny pete's the one that's like got a beanie all the time and he's like really skinny and he's like mm -hmm. yo man me and toku me and tuku was like room cellmates or something in jail yeah yeah um, yeah and then badger's just like hey i got funyuns a crossbow and porno <laughs> <laughs> I like Badger. He's one of my favorite reoccurring characters because he's just that goofy kid. And I love that, like, uh, some of the things that Walt does, like, especially in this season where they go to break in and steal the methylamine mm -hmm. of the barrel of it. Like, uh, he was like, what is this? And he's like, uh, and Walt does like a whole history thing about world war ii and thermite yeah yeah and he he takes the thermite from the little etch-a-sketches and he's like what i like about walt is he can be a, a filthy macgyver like a dirty macgyver where mm. he's just like he's just like i'm gonna make something and he knows how to make it like he makes that mercury that yeah. like high depth mercury that he throws now what's cool since you're you'll probably watch this now is um there is a Mythbusters oh, okay. on the first season of Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. uh, they crack the myth of the the mercury throw. Okay. They talk about uh, the bathtub and if it would really eat through it. Uh, there's a whole Mythbusters episode that's Just dedicated devoted to Breaking to break Bad. Oh, that's pretty cool. I'll have to yeah. see if they can find that. Uh, the other thing is, is throughout the show, you'll see uh, there's dedicated episodes of other shows that knock back to breaking bad um like how from he uh what was it brian cranston plays Hal in the show malcolm in the middle okay. and later on there's a, there's a nod back uh with some cast members from that oh in, on, like okay. a youtube series uh hank the guy that plays the d agent he um 
he he's funny. He is a funny guy as an actor, and he trolled all of the Breaking Bad fans in season five. And uh, when we get to that point, I'll show you. But what's cool is you can tell that the people that worked on this whole show are friends. Like mm-hmm. everyone likes each other, and they're really well known. Well, they really know each other. And uh, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul, who plays Jesse, they are such best friends. I don't know if you've ever heard of like the Ian McGregor and um, Michael Fassbender friendship or Ian McKellen and uh, what's his name? The guy that plays Picard, Chris um, Stewart or no, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. They're like best friends because they played those roles. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is exactly what happens with Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul. Mm. They become best friends outside of Breaking Bad because of the show. Mm. And I'll have to sh- when we get once you watch the whole series, I'll show you a lot of cool things that they did together just to troll like people that love the show. <laughs> okay, I mean that um, sounds good with me because like that's why I did a lot with community with you was like I talked to you yeah. about or like I told you to watch the whole table reading with them. So I'm down yep. for that, Austin. Mm-hmm. And my way, whenever, as long as it doesn't interfere with the season. Yeah, that's um, why that I'm just probably going to wait until, like, you have finished it. Um, the only thing I really want to bring up is uh, mm-hmm. one of the best things about season one is Walt. Um, <sighs> Walt leading up to killing Crazy 8 um, mm-hmm. is one of the one of my favorite uh, lead ups in, like, a death because you, you kind of see, like... You don't think Walt's going to do it in a way, and he has to force his hand, and it's because of a broken plate. Yeah. And when he, like, goes to the trash and, like, he puts the plate together, he's like, oh, please don't, please don't, don't, don't do this to me, don't do this to me. And he sees that that plate is missing. He knows that, like... He has something, because he couldn't find it anywhere, yep. Yeah. You so, know, you know why I was kind of hoping <laughs> that would happen? Is that what? Walt kills him only to find out he doesn't have the plate on it, and the plate's actually like underneath something in the room, like it slid all the way underneath something. Okay, so I don't. <sighs> that would have been funny. Like it would have been <laughs> no, like okay he, he completely thought that like yeah. the dude like he's like he's lying to me and then I killed him and then it's like, oh crap, he didn't. Oh, he wasn't lying to me. I just murdered him because I couldn't find a piece. Because how he fell, the plate had momentum. It could have like slid all over the place. But, Even when they're not doing comedy in this show, I think sometimes it's comedy because mm-hmm. the part where like Crazy Eight wakes up for the first time and like you just see him like push the bucket mm-hmm. and then he pushes like the toilet paper in the water and then you just see this hand sanitizer. Yeah, I I don't know what it is about that motion, but it's so funny and it's kind of depressing yeah. to me like seeing it where I was like, whenever that happened, I'm like, man, dude, a bucket hand sanitizer. I still don't understand why Walter even thought about that, because I I, I'm I'm under the like thought and the impression, especially whenever I like looked into all this stuff, that's like, look, man, you already killed his cousin. Why is that so hard to uh, just take him out? He's coughing. He doesn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I, I think the one thing that made me like chuckle, it didn't make me laugh, it made me chuckle, was when Crazy Eight escaped and was walking down the street and Walter drove by and saw him was like, what the heck? It's like, hey dude, he like gets scared, he runs into a tree. It was so slapstick comedy that I was like, what, what's happening right now? 
So I don't know if this is part of season one, so I'm going to ask you because that should answer the question. Okay. Do you know who Crazy Eight is yet? We just know that he's like Emilio's. Here, let me let like, me see. Brother or no cousin? Um, okay, because there's something else with Crazy Eight. Because 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 whenever him and Walter. Okay, so all we basically know about Crazy Eight is that he is. Cousin of Emilio, he's the son of some furniture salesman, and Walter apparently bought a cradle there, and that that's whenever they're having the heart to heart in the basement and everything else. So that's essentially what we know. Um, and then he used to be like the the big drug seller in the area until they killed him, and then Tuco took over. Yeah, so I'm just trying to make sure I don't spoil it for people. Okay, I um, haven't. That, that's all we basically know. That because they of. they do like a small thing where it's really simple, and a lot of people don't see it because they don't, you know, they don't really hear it too much. Okay. Um, because it's a small sample, but it actually reveals like a huge thing about a character. I'm just looking to make sure that I don't spoil it for you. Um. Oh man, I don't remember. Um, maybe it's this episode. I think I think it does say it in season one. I okay. know exactly the scene. Well, yeah, start start describing the scene. Um, okay, so the beginning of episode four, Hank is talking to a bunch of DA agents, and mm-hmm. um, he calls it like Iper- Operation Icebreaker. And he's like, wait, isn't that like, you know, um, isn't that like a mint breaker? And he's like, everyone's going to think Operation Breath Mint. It's just like a little spat him and Gomi mm-hmm. has. But they talk about that they found the mask at the cook site. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. So actually, yeah. So they did. So we found out that Crazy 8 is a snitch. No. He turned in. Not Emilio. Crazy 8. It was Emilio who's the snitch. No, no, no. It's Crazy 8. Um, oh, I thought... I was under the impression that Emilio. was... Emilio was the snitch. Yeah. And that's why Emilio that's... got out, was because Crazy 8 didn't actually pay his way out. He... He, he uh, snitched. No, I guess that makes much more sense. Because I, I remember them yeah. saying about the snitch. Because mm-hmm. um, he... Um, Hank says it to Walter, Walter that, like, two people... Mm-hmm. Two other people are gone, or whatever. And yeah. one of them's one of them was a snitch yep and i thought that was emilio but it makes more sense that it was crazy eight who was a snitch who snitched on those two mm-hmm. and emilio he just bought emilio out of prison and jesse mm-hmm. was supposed to go away forever that makes sense actually yeah so crazy okay. eight, they they describe in that episode the first beginning of the episode just a small mouth that they say crazy eight he snitched out his cousin emilio which we're trying to snitch out tuco uh, because they run with Tuco. Mm. And um, you see like these ties that they have. But Crazy 8, uh, if you go back and watch this show, if you ever go back and watch it again, like mm-hmm. season one, uh, just remember Crazy 8's an informant now. Yeah. And it's a totally different watch, in my opinion, because you're like, wow, there's things that Crazy 8 does when he talks to Walt in that basement uh, that he's never, you know, that like... You would never think because you didn't know he was a switch snitch then. Mm. Um, 
but there's things like he's like, hey, man, you don't need to do this. Well, you know why? You know why you don't want to do this? Because you're not a person like that. You don't have it in you. You know, you don't want to be bad. Um, those are like interrogation undercover cop talk, pretty much. <laughs> and mm. um, what's cool also, too, is there's a lot of tiebacks in the seasons coming up that brings it back to season one. Okay. And there's a lot of cool tie-ins that you're going to laugh. There's there, how how the RV happens, like how you find out about the RV, how Jesse gets it, is one of my favorite episodes. Has, <laughs> yeah, they didn't really explain it. He just uh, had it. They, they do it later on in the series, okay. and it is one of the funniest episodes of Pretty Bad, in my opinion. And I'm, I'm excited for you that. So moving forward, what, what things didn't you like about this series? Mm. Like... You, uh, as of now like in season one um i don't know i feel honestly the hour run times is pretty rough mm -hmm. now I, I after looking back on it it's only the pilot episode that's an hour long all the other yeah. ones are 48 minutes left and they actually ran a lot faster i felt because more pace better pacing better story. not even better pace just less time and everything mm -hmm. um that was one of my fears after the first episode i just felt it was so long that I was just surprised whenever I looked back and I'm like, oh, I'm on episode five. <laughs> yeah. And I felt like I haven't been watching it as much. It's kind of like how I felt about Game of Thrones whenever I would watch it, where it's just like, oh, I'm on episode one. Oh, I'm on episode eight. Um, 48, 48 minutes, a lot better for me, in my opinion. I don't know about how season two and on looks. No, they're they're all about 47 episodes, 47 minutes. So that that's good. That that was my only like my huge gripe was the first episodes felt really long. Mm -hmm. And that kind of explained it. They were also setting up a lot of stuff in that. Um I, honestly, like I even felt like the filmer like videography, filmography, whatever it's called, like mm -hmm. how everything was shot, I felt it was great. Like I I enjoyed it. I I don't think there's not really anything that I I didn't like. I, I think character I had problem with characters more yeah. than anything else. That's um, that's normal with a show starting off, like setting up characters, because characters always do change because well, of it's, certain, it's, certain it's not even the setting up part yeah. that I had trouble with. It was the <laughs> actions characters would take. Like when Walter was afraid to kill Crazy Eight, I'm like, where is this coming from? You, why are you having this problem about killing this other person when you already know you killed the other one, the other dude? Why is this even a problem to you? You already killed someone. Why do you want to? Why are you hesitating on this other one? Hmm. I, I I just didn't understand that, and I'm like, you're you're wasting your time because he cannot talk. He cannot do anything. You could easily just him in the head yep. and you're done, or yeah. strangle him and kill him. There's so many easier Which ways. Which ends up happening. Yeah, it just, I'm like, it, it adds unneeded drama mm. because it's like, oh, he has to rethink what he's done. It's like, why? Okay, I actually do have one, one thing, and I just realized this as I was thinking about it. I freaking hate it in shows when they do awkward sex scenes. Oh yes, I'm with you on that. I know exactly and what you're I about legitly to say. Got and him. so frustrated and angry as I'm sitting here playing my game, watching Breaking Bad, or I, I forget what I was doing. I was thinking I was editing something. I look over, 
and it's like happy birthday walt we're just going to sit here for like five minutes awkwardly as we do this and talk normally and i'm like i have do i have to watch this i do not care about this and they're just their exhibition it's like game of thrones when they would just talk about stuff whenever they're like in the middle of a sex scene it's just like like pr grade this is so annoying on the ship and was like or, well, I would be the ruler of Vanadale, and I was like, uh, come on, stop. It's it's more it's more of like whenever Theon was on the horse with his sister and he's groping her, not knowing it's his sister. Like those are the things that I felt like I was so frustrated, yeah, angry at. Cringe, cringe. It, it was cringy. I didn't care for mm-hmm. it. I didn't necessarily. It felt to me like a, a HBO kind of like rip because they're like, ooh, Game of Thrones mm-hmm. is popular because this type of stuff is in it. We're gonna do it. I'm like, no, get get out. And then it comes back. And after the first episode where he and her do her thing or whatever. And there's just like, it ends with them huffing and puffing. And it begins the next episode with them huffing and puffing. I'm just like, people in my house are going to think I'm watching something here. And I'm like, I don't want them to think I'm watching something like that. I, yeah. it just, it, I was just sitting there just being like, why is this in the show? And I'm glad it went away. Like, you don't see anything. No, that's not true. There's the stupid scene at the school. Where I was instantly like, stop! I yelled it. I started yelling really loud. Just stop. I'm passionate about that because I'm like, it didn't need to be there. Which part of the school? I'm trying to think. They're they're like talking about the the one jander who like stole the beakers and everything. And Walt. Well, no, it's even before that. He he like starts feeling her up or whatever in oh, the yeah, boardroom that's and that's why i'm like this is awkward why are you doing this <laughs> this doesn't need to be here stop it and then they do it in the show they do it in the car and the whole synopsis of it was essentially walter just looking at her and being like it was so good because it wasn't legal did they do have they done the part where she has like the face uh stuff on and he comes home and she's like stop stop no not yet okay no. I'll, okay sorry uh, okay. No, that's great. That's another bad thing I have to look forward to. But I'll tell you this. I will tell you this, okay? The sex scenes that are in this show. That's the last one. Thank goodness. It doesn't need to be there. I'm like, the character growth yeah. is good enough without it. We don't need that. I think, I think AMC asked for it to bring people in. Yeah, it's it's um, the same thing with like Game of Thrones. They like they didn't yeah. need to show certain things. They could have just had it implied. The, I was explaining to Terry whenever that scene happened where I'm like, Game of Thrones, in the first season, they had that stuff. But they also sparingly did it with certain things. Like, yeah. you had to see Jamie and Cersei to understand the relationship between the two and how it's forbidden. You yeah. don't have to see Theon and his sister, and you're like, I don't want to see this. This is disgusting. Yeah. Stop it. Stop. Or, Stop like, they would have it in the background whenever Littlefinger's talking because he's a brothel owner. Like, okay, that's better than this. Like, I was, oh. It's one of my biggest groups. It's one of the reasons why I hate watching certain HBO shows or shows where it's like, ooh, there's a, they call it, like, sex position or whatever. Where it's exposition while nudity's happening, and I'm like, mm. I just, I just, it feels awkward to me. I get it. You, it's natural, also, whatever. But it's, it's me. This show is also riddled with memes. Uh, there was a meme in this season, and it was the one where they were talking about the thermite, and uh, Jesse like taps the counter. He's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah science. science, bitch. Actually, um, I don't think he, does he say science B? I don't think he actually says yeah. science B. 
I think he said something that's, else. He's just like, he yeah, says, yeah, science. That's science, Mr. White. Oh, yeah, that's he right. He doesn't say the, the B. He's just like, yeah. It's a, it's a meme because he says it a lot in the show. Mm, okay. Uh, but that was the first time you see the meme. It's just like, yeah. yes, science, bro. Um, so... Um, I'm, I'm waiting for the the I'm, I'm waiting for the pizza still i'm waiting for the um the um oh uh, what is it the, there's only like two things I, I i remember like i i know about the show and it's uh pizza on the roof and what's the other what's the other thing i can't remember the other thing um mm. but it, it has something to do with um walter i believe but mm. oh, oh i'm the one who knocks i'm waiting for that to be said yeah. and so i'm like those are the only two things oops sorry i'm the only those are the only two things i remember or not remember no through memes that's the better term mm. and so it's, say... it's just like in community when you're waiting for the scene with donald glover to walk in with uh the pizzas and everything's on fire it's <laughs> like when that finally happens you're like hey there it is yay <laughs> that's what i'm I was waiting gonna for say... The sad thing is, is you're going to have to wait because those are season yeah. threes and four, um, which is fine. Uh, so I want to ask you this, mm -hmm. because since this show is very story driven, yeah. um, do you have any predictions for season two? Ooh, it's yeah. OK. So it's an interesting conundrum. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like they're, they set up Tuco to be like the main villain. In season two um so for that reason i'm trying to debate if he's going to be the joffrey villain or is he going to be the um uh craig i can't even think of the other, the, the 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 over the wall villain because because in like game of thrones you have joffrey who's the villain through three seasons ish and then there's the the one villain who lives beyond the wall who like has all these are the um stars of whatever and he's mm -hmm. kind of like wrapped up in the single season and so i don't know if they're if tugo is going to be a reoccurring villain or if he's just going to end at the end of the season i won't believe that they're going to end him by the end of this season because okay. he's 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 crazy like he beats the crap out of that guy he's not super interesting to me but he is more he's what you think of when you think of like a drug a drug kingpin pink can thank you kingpin yeah um i'm sure that more interesting villains will come along and i'm i'm sure of that they're going to be more like black and white but i definitely view him as the attempt do you, okay great great acknowledgement here do you remember vice city grand theft auto vice city yes do you remember diaz the yeah. first kingpin you take down you get take his mansion i feel like tuco's that they're going to take him down and take Tuco's place, essentially. And then whoever Tuco had to deal with, they have to deal with now. And it's going to be like them, like, checker-piecing themselves along the place. That's mm. that's just what I'm, I'm feeling. Um, I, I don't know where everyone else is going to be involved. I, I don't think, like, the end of the season leaves you in a way that you can predict much about the next season. Because I'm sure that the whole series is going to be Hank slowly catching up to Walt and figuring out like, whoa, Walt's meth dealer or something like that. Or maybe like other people will. Because you, you see in the season that Skylar, 
his wife, is able to put pieces together, but she can't come to the correct conclusions because mm-hmm. Walter lies to her. And I assume there will be a point where she gets enough conclusion that she's able to make the right conclusions and something befalls that. I don't know how long that will take. That seems like something that it could happen next season. I think it will probably happen later down the season. Um, I care more about Walt Jr.'s perception and thoughts about um, his dad. Um, because the I, I still think he's like the most down-to-earth person whenever he's like, I don't want to do the chemo and everything. He's like, then why don't you just freaking die? Because that's what you're doing. Yeah. And I'm just like, he's being real. He's saying his true emotions. That's how he feels. Um but at the same time, like when Walter goes on the rant about it, it's like, I know people who have taken this chemo or whatever and went downhill still, and then I I get to live, so what? But now you have to care for me, change me, and take from me while taking care of her daughter. That's not how I want you to remember me with all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm like, that hit, man. That's like hard. And I, I don't blame him for thinking that way. I kind of understand it because we, we, we had a friend who went through that type of stuff and he kind of went that way. And it's like, mm-hmm. I understand that. And that's that's a rough thing to do and to, to think about. So the emotions there, like the, the show's depicting true emotions that people feel during this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also makes you want to think political stuff of being like, man, our teachers don't get paid enough. <laughs> If they they resort to this type of stuff, um, I want I I do not care about Amy, the sister or whatever. Maria. Mar- Maria is that her? Who's Amy? Mm-hmm. Where did I get the name Amy from? I I have no clue. Yeah, I don't know, but I I could care less about her. I don't like yeah. her. I despise her. I got really upset with her during the mm-hmm. um the baby shower thing and when she gives her the tiara i'm just like you, and yeah. you uh, i don't know yeah, the whole family i'm just like i don't care about you two at all um and that's what makes me think that like hank's going to be like the man antagonist or antagonist from the protagonist perspective right is like mm-hmm. walter is obviously the protagonist doesn't mean he's good like he's not a good person but he's the protagonist he's the main character and I feel like Hank's going to be that like opposite side of him that just so happens to be his brother-in-law. But oh yeah, I don't. I'm interested. I think I'm wondering how Jesse will mess things up. I'm wondering how Walt will kill people to make things better. And I, I, you, you tell me like the other people are going to be into it. I don't think that season one did a great job about the drug side of it. I think it did great when it came to the setup of the family dynamic. And how Walt's life is going to be like his night and day of the two. And I'm figuring in the next couple seasons, we're going to see more of the other side and maybe a little bit of the family side. I think we got the family that we have. So if they start adding in like Walter's mom or (laughs) uh, Walter's dad or or like other family members into the mix, then it changes it. But for most of it, I don't know. Those are my only thoughts I can say is I was, like most of it is going to be i was gonna it. say um you know there, there's when they introduce people mm-hmm. um they're around for a little while or you've oh, okay. seen them like for a while so like you'll get used to them um but they won't like they won't just bring someone in and then 
eight, you know, like three episodes later, they bring him back in for like a little bit. And you're like, who is that person? And then they're significantly meant for the story. They don't really do that. When they bring characters in, they keep them. And they, they, you'll know them by distinction because you'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, I know who he is. So the, the real um, estate lady's coming back? Hmm? The real estate lady, she's coming back? <laughs> I mean, you just said when they introduce characters, they stick around. Is she coming back? Um, yes. Okay. All right, I believe you. She does. I believe you. Um, <laughs> there's, there's, okay, yeah. So what I'm saying is most main characters <laughs> that you I'm need to with know you, about, I'm I know. Messing. Um, now I am going to say this and I won't spoil it for anyone, but Josiah, your prediction is about 25% right. I mean, I don't have a lot to go on. It's not like yeah. the, the cliff, like the season finale isn't on a cliffhanger. Mm. The end yeah. of the season ends with a drug deal going correctly and being like, woo, you made this blue crystal crap and it's, it's great. Mm. You know, it tastes, it's amazing. I love you. Here's all your money. This guy talks mm. bad about you. I have your back now because you make some good stuff. See what happens when someone messes with you and he beats them up. And it's like, I'm crazy. Woo. Blah, 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 and he runs off. And <laughs> like it, everything's kind of like it ends on a good note where it's like, everyone's like, yeah, you know, that's yay. <laughs> so I'm like, there's nothing really predict. It's not like someone got stabbed and you're like, how is this going to affect the world? Woo. <laughs> oh man. I was going to say, um, the pacing in the show mm -hmm. picks up a mm. lot. Like, things that you think are going to happen by the end of this season happen, like, at the beginning of the new season. And you're just, like, shocked because you're like, wow, what episode am I on? And you're like, well, this is, like, episode three. This should be, mm. like, a season finale thing. You know, and you're just like, oh, it would be a good season finale. But then it sets up something else for you to make a better season finale. Yeah. Um, which I think you'll like that because the thing is, is like, that's what drive me to keep watching Breaking Bad was because I was invested into the story so much that things happened that I was like, okay, I, I, I want to see how this progresses. Like, I mm -hmm. can't shut it off. Like, that's the problem that I had with rewatching this. I was like, I can't shut this off because I know what's about to happen. And then before you know it, I'm thinking of other seasons and I'm like, oh, that's because of this. That's because of this. That's because of this. <laughs> and it ties in and I'm like, oh, this is so terrible. This is like torture for me. Um, but I've always wanted you to watch this C C series and I'm glad yeah. that you're finally watching it. And I think you're going to love it just because you are exactly like me where you like characters and story driven stories that are good strong stories and character development and this show is probably my favorite this is probably I, I my favorite show i definitely feel like this show does a really great job with characters and the pace mm -hmm. of the show i think is pretty solid as mm -hmm. even now like you it took slow because i think it was kind of representation of kind of walter's life at that moment it's like yeah. he's just kind of going with the flow and then if it starts kind of speeding up i feel like there's that read that his, yeah, I was gonna say, some of my favorite characters in the show show up in this season. Okay. Um, and then the third season has a lot of my favorite characters. Um, you're gonna you're gonna start seeing a lot of reoccurring characters. There will be story arcs that will drive other story arcs for mm -hmm. other people. And um, there's special guests. There is a special guest this season. 
uh, which he is like the third or fifth episode of season yeah. two. Yes, okay. he's a he's like a B-rated movie star, but okay. I I think he's I think he's funny. I'll look for um, him. You no, know, you'll know who he is. Like right away, you'll be like, "Yep, okay, I know who he is." Um, a lot of other things. You'll uh, there's a community person that shows up this season. Okay. Um, so you're gonna see that, and um, yeah, I'm I'm super excited for you to uh season two season will be... two will be an interesting watch and i got time yeah. to watch it austin because yeah mm-hmm. what why why do i have time to watch it now austin so we have to take a break for dun, dun, right dun. <laughs> the reasoning why is because one of the shows is ending that we watch and it is uh falcon and the winter soldier yep. it's going to end this episode which is weird it's a six part series yeah i i was surprised it's i thought it was weird eight. i thought it was i eight. thought it was two and then it's like and nope like, six episodes enjoy your life yep so next week we'll be talking about mr uh you know anthony mack and sebastian stan playing great characters from the marvel universe um and i would have to say if you guys haven't watched winter soldier and falcon Okay, you need to go watch it on Disney Disney Plus right now. It well, it, the last episode comes out this Friday coming up. Yep, but and you still have five episodes to watch before. You do, yeah, you do, yeah. and and they're pretty entertaining episodes. I, I definitely like. Yep. Them. So, yeah. So next week we will be doing Falcon Winter Soldier. It will be a bonus, or I want to say a bonus episode, but it will definitely be mm-hmm. a, a break episode to do it exclusive episode. I don't know what you want to call it. We'll come up with a, a term for whenever we have to take a break in the middle of a series to do a, a yeah. season that just ended. Um, but we'll be doing Falcon Winter Soldier next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and the week after that, we will be doing Breaking Bad season two. So that yep. gives me two weeks to watch all of Breaking Bad because I am up to date on Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll be able to do that. Um, and then we'll, yeah. Falcon Winter Soldier next week at 10, like we normally do. Yeah. Um, Austin, mm-hmm. thank you so much for uh, yeah. coming in, stopping in, and doing bros and shows with me, Austin. I do enjoy these. Oh, it's it's a fun time to just sit and talk and mm-hmm. about shows that you like, I like, and you just both enjoy. Austin, if that's why oh, yeah. I'm down, is there anything you wish to plug or tell people out there to check you out on? Uh, so, uh, a couple of places now. So... Uh, you can check me out on Twitter with um, uh, Overworked Nerd One. Uh, mm-hmm. You can check me out there. You can check me out on TikTok, Overworked Nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, and soon, uh, my handle on Twitch right now is Captain Planet Saves. Uh, I am going to start streaming again. Uh, once a week, I will be streaming with a buddy of mine that I used to stream with Class Nerd Talk. And he wants to stream again. I want to stream again, but it's only once a week, mm-hmm. or it, we won't have a set schedule because you know we always do certain things. Um, but yeah, we're we're gonna do that. So we're gonna get back into streaming a little bit. So a little bit, just just a little bit, kind mm-hmm. put your feet Test in the water. The water. Test yeah. yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. Be a little hot, pull out. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. All right, yep. and then, of course, my name is Josiah Burkhart, a.k.a. Mahler67. You're on my Twitch right now if you're seeing this via live. If you're not, go to Mahler6, uh, twitch.tv slash Mahler67. You'll see me. I stream Wednesday, Fridays, and Sundays. 
Wednesdays and Fridays are games. Sundays is game uh, bros and shows with my brother Austin where we do shows. We did Breaking Bad today. Next week is Captain Winter Soldier. Tag that out. Mm-hmm. I'm also on Twitter, but you know, cares about that. <laughs> um. Anyway, y'all, thank you so much for stopping by. We had a great old time here. Don't do drugs, kids. Drugs are bad. <laughs> they are. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week where we get to see uh, superheroes. Till then, take care. Thanks for stopping by.